Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sonia Moroni Daru. She's the CEO and founder of Wildly Creating, a passionate entrepreneur with a passion for van living, everything vegan, and self discovery. Sonia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're so, so welcome. So, for everyone out there, can you tell me a little bit about you know where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you're serving? Yes, I am in a transition period right now. So I am moving my creative agency from done-for-you services to mentorship services. I started my business back in 2020 as a web designer and that quickly grew into web design and branding. Mm-hmm. And it, started, it ended up focusing only on branding because I love the personal development aspect of that. And I believe every entrepreneur and every business can start with branding in order to really make an impact and scale and just establish their business. So I work with creative entrepreneurs. They're usually already, they know what they want, but they cannot find themselves to do it in a way that makes sense to them. So they might need help with branding and websites, but at the same time, they need help to understand how they can come across and how they can infuse their personality in their business. Nice. You said they know what they want, but they can't find themselves. I love that. So how do you go about helping people to who have a business, they have a passion, but they haven't quite got their own stamp on it? How do you help them to find themselves? Well, that's a long process. And of course, you know, it depends which angle you want to take. But I call myself a brand therapist because of this process that I have. I like to listen, actively listen to the client and see what is coming up. Sometimes the client might be really focused on the business, but I can pick up on some words that are going in a complete different direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why can we not bring that energy and that excitement into the business? We often worry that our business needs to be this serious, professional, sometimes cold entity, when in reality it can be joyful, it can be different, it can be something that nobody has ever seen. And actually that's the goal that we want. So we need to find that place where you feel a little bit scared, but at the same time, a little bit excited and <laughs> lean into that as much as possible. Love that. But surely you know, fear of being a little bit scared and exciting. It's we know from our work, it's, it's the same emotion. It is the same trigger. It feels the exact same way. So to to just walk that fine line, um, 
Do you get pushback from your clients that's like, ah, I can't, I can't quite do this? Yes, yeah, I do. But it's mostly in the beginning. Like when we're talking for the first time, I can see the resistance. But when mm-hmm. they hire me, they're kind of going for there. <laughs> like we're going for the brand therapist approach. So they know we're going to go deep. But it doesn't always have to be deep, like one-on-one. I love to give journaling prompts as well, because sometimes mm-hmm. that's a safer space to explore your your internal demons or thoughts. So that mm-hmm. also helps. Nice. I think any way to extract what people are thinking, what they truly want, what they truly desire, because I think it's kind of so hard for us to say what we want, um, do what we want. There's a kind of barrier there. So to extract that out with the journaling and other techniques, I think that's a great way of doing it. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like we all started this online business with the idea that we want to be different and we want to create something for us and we want to be free. We want to travel the world, all of those beautiful things. But when it's time to actually do that, that's when we get lost. That's where we get a little bit frustrated. And we feel like we want to copy. We feel like, oh, I'm just going to look at this successful person online and do what they are doing because that's success to me. And we forget that we're losing ourselves. We cannot create a business that it's truly a reflection of who we are if we keep on taking inspiration from outside. And also be careful who or what you copy i spent years with brand management and in marketing and it's it's incredible how you know people can start to copy different you know, websites or funnels all this stuff but carefully you might be copying the, the test subjects the one that's not working so you've got to, oh. be, you've got to and because you don't have the, the the understanding you haven't got the analytics behind it so you're guessing you're assuming that's where so many bad things happen so I think putting your stamp on things, especially in this day and age, is so important. Having your personality into your business. When people start, it's so easy to be looking for, how can I help someone else? Especially in sort of the coaching world, it's, I just want to help other people. It's very outward looking rather than looking at yourself. So how do you try and get that, the vision back rather than outward to what can what can you bring to the table yeah this is all about self-coaching in the end like the same approach that you would give to your clients you need to reflect that on yourself and what I am doing right now because I am in that process of recentering with myself is to take time to just do things that are fueling and energizing me I am not thinking about business just in this period because I want my brain to kind of unplug a little bit so I am going to the beach I am going to my favorite restaurant I'm hanging out with friends I'm having long conversation on the phone with friends overseas and I'm not thinking actively thinking about the business I just let my brain wander a little bit and at the end of the day I always do a brain dump or a journaling session on what really happened what fueled me and why why is Mm -hmm. this really lighting me up And I did this process already many, many times. So I know it's working for me, but it's beautiful to see how sometimes we're looking for some answer in the wrong place. And by just unplugging and doing something completely different, we can get our energy back and our focus back on us again. Because, Um, you know, like we started the business because we wanted to be ourselves. So be ourselves to find yourself so that you can build the business around that. So what you're trying to say is that 
forcing things through and hustling through isn't always the answer? Yes, 100%. I, I really believe like the hustle culture is, is not bad. Sometimes you need to hustle for your dreams and sometimes you need to put in the work. But it's the constant doing things, being active, showing other people that you're productive. We don't need that. You can be productive for your own without even putting like one single Instagram story and you could have the biggest day ever. It's not about, you know, the productivity. So being authentic is, I think, such a huge part of of a successful brand, business and, and life. And you right now are going through your own recentering. You're changing your business. So you're doing exactly what you mentor and guide your clients to go through. Um, how hard was it when you first started this kind of shift? Was it tough to go through the same processes? Yes, really tough. And I think it's because my brain was not willing to understand this was a good change. But it was really focused on I'm going backwards or I'm not as far as everyone else. I am not as successful as my peers or, Uh you know, comparing a lot to people that I know we started the business together or like similar timeline. And I see how they are showcasing something that, of course, you know, we never know. You know, it could be everything is fake. Everything is on Instagram. We don't know. (laughs) But it's easy to compare in this picture perfect world. So it was really hard for me to actually, you know, the cliche reminding myself I am exactly where I need to be, which is so cliche, but so true at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's focusing on what I really want, because the person next to me could be really shining and have all of those shiny things. But the question is, do I really want that? Because sometimes I don't. Yeah. And the entirety of the, the answer, do you really want that? Someone could have a much bigger, older, more perceived to be successful company, but they're missing the fulfillments. So for us, to, you have to strive on what you're looking for. So to reduce the outside validation, look for you know, what perceived success, that's a huge step into understanding yourself, your business a little bit more. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I'm someone that is really sensitive to other people and what they want. Like I'm really easily influenced. I'm a marketing victim, 100%. Like marketing gets me every time. So for me, it's harder to really focus on what I want. And I remember recently, for example, looking at a story on Instagram of someone mentioning Mm -hmm. how they bought this new car. And it was only with the business money and the business was something like two and a half years old and they paid cash. It was was this huge event. And I remember thinking, oh, my business is the same age pretty much. And I did not buy a brand new car with my business money. And it got me thinking like, oh, you know, maybe my business is not successful. My business cannot be as far as I want. And it took me a second to understand, hold on. I don't really care about buying a car because I lived in a van for two, for three years. Like that's really not my plan. And I want to travel. And honestly, like I am not going to be in the same country for the next six months. So why would I buy a brand new car? Everything started to make sense. And it's like, oh, 
you know, like a relief, like, you know, taking something that is really tied off, like, oh, finally, now I understand. It has nothing to do with me. And then I can celebrate the other person and I can be happy for them without feeling miserable. Absolutely. Love that. So what, what are your routines like? Because if now you're taking a, a break and you're recentering and trying to find, you know, what is the next direction? What's the next evolution in your business? And you're giving yourself the space to do that. What kind of tools, tactics, routines do you have to sort of guide you through your days? Yeah, I am really, really spiritual and I follow um, Eastern yoga tradition. So I study a lot of yogic wisdom texts and sacred texts. I do lots of yoga, meditation. I try to be outside as much as I can. I don't have like a strict routine I I used to have, and that was part of the hustle culture. Right now, Mm -hmm. I'm just focusing on doing a few things that I know are going to help me every single day. That is usually yoga at least once a day in the morning. Mm -hmm and having a huge good breakfast i just i just love you know that feeling like doing yoga finishing yoga cooking breakfast for me and being in the sun for a little bit that is usually the perfect way to to start my day and i know that helps me i know it's different for everyone but for me i know this is what energizes me and prepares me for the day i love that and and being very sort of spiritual we need to focus on our body we need to listen to our body our body tells us so much about what's going on so to understand that you know this may work for you it may not work for someone else that's just a little signs a little tells that you need to to listen out for and find out what's working for you yeah yeah and you know we i used to really get lost into following routines of successful people or like the 5 a.m club all this kind of stuff Mm-hmm. I know they work for a lot of people, but to think, to say this successful routine is going to make you successful because the billionaire somewhere in the world is doing it. This is just wrong because I personally wake up at 5 a.m. And that's not because the billionaire told me, but that's because I study yoga. So I know that's, that's good for the body and all of that. But for some people, they like to sleep in and that's also fine. It would be a big disservice for them to wake up every day at five when they actually want to sleep until 10. So it's about trying new things, you know, always not not be afraid to try even something that is completely different, because that could really bring you forward in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So with with your clients and people that you work with, what would you say is a a false belief or something that you hear all the time that you would like you would like squashed Uh, is this idea that business is separate from them which i understand where they're coming from and i believe you should keep your yourself separate from business but at the same time you need to bring yourself in the business i always say the business is a reflection of who you are so why don't you bring that person into the business? I had this beautiful compliment from one of my past clients saying, uh, thanks to the work that we did with you, uh, now I know how to infuse myself into my business. And I didn't know it was possible. And that is like, for me, it's, it's the foundation of everything that I do. And for her to see that, it was like, oh, yes, 
Yes, because it's going to be so much easier now for anything. Is this resonating with you? Yes, no. Simple. So what does it look like when someone can't infuse themselves with a business? What does that business feel like or look like to you? I see a lot of pushing rather than a lot of, it doesn't have to be like energetic, but it's not joyful. It's more the pushing. I see a lot of looking outside, like this person is doing this specific launch. So I need to do it in the same way or like similar way. And I see everything is like, oh, but you know, master classes are not working anymore. Or this is not working anymore. This is not for me. When in reality, I can see that it's just the struggle of looking for the answer outside rather than sitting with what you actually want to do. And I get it that sometimes it's hard to understand that. I, I am in the same process right now. But the more we look outside, it's the harder it gets to come back within. Yeah, I think looking outside is, it can be so overwhelming. So we have so many things out there. As you said, you you start to list all these different kind of strategies or tactics that we can use. Everything works if you commit to it. Everything has the potential to work. It's just to make sure, is it the right solution for you? I think that's a key factor with with all marketing rather than the experts said do this. So just keep on doing it. Oh, this is such a good point. And it reminded me of when I was only doing websites and people would ask me which one is the best website platform. And I never really had an answer because it's never the platform's fault. It depends who you are, what you do and how you want to use it. So just because I use one platform, It doesn't mean that must be the same platform that you need to use. And of Mm -hmm. course, you can make it work. You can always make it work. But if you see that, if you stop at the first challenge and you blame the platform, it's not going to solve the problem. Yeah, the, the, the words, the headlines, the messaging, what you're trying to convey, that counts more than no matter what platform you're using. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And you can only know that by looking at yourself, at your business. So let's take this to a more sort of a personal level now. So slightly away from the business. So yourself personally, how do you get in tune with, with yourself to understand where am I going? What, what do I want? What, what do I not want? Uh, yeah, well, I, that's a very good point because I start with that usually. When I don't know what I want, I start with what I don't want because it's easier. So it might be a list. It might be a conversation with someone that is ready to listen for a couple of hours. But it's just listing all the things that I don't want. Absolutely. And then making sure that I don't have that in my life already, because sometimes, you know, it's easy to get lost in all of those things. And I remember being um, I don't want to, you know, go to bed super late because I like to wake up early and then I would check my routine and I would go to bed at midnight every day it's like okay this needs to change so I usually start with that and then I look around at the people that surround me it's it's so important to be surrounded by people that are helping you get where you want and that are for me at least I need to have friends that are also working towards their goals and dreams I cannot be surrounded by people that are okay with how life is 
right now. And this is just for me personally, it might be okay for yeah. other people, but I know that I get energy from other people when they so also really feel that, that drive around you, yeah. that ambition. Um, and I guess this is where the nuance comes in, not the hustle, not everyone grinding around you, but they know what they want. They're looking for more and they expect it. Yeah, yeah. It's, for example, like in the van life community, that's a very that's a pretty good example because a lot of people are really slow living. No one is hustling. There is no pressure on going fast. But ev- pretty much everyone knows what they're doing and what they want. It can be traveling. It can be starting a business on the road. It can be just exploring, living in an alternative lifestyle. But they know. So when I'm going to van life gathering or when I meet other van life people. I know that we're on the same direction and on the same level, even if there's no hustle, even if we don't even talk about business. I know that I am I am energized because I see that I see that in them. Nice. So who is in your network right now, either personally or professionally? Do you have guides? Do you have mentors? Do you are you taking courses? Are you really just taking time to stop and be be yourself? What, what do you surround yourself with? Yeah, I I'm I just finished with my mentor, with my coach and mentor, and I am for the first time not hiring another coach right after that because I want again to unplug my brain a little bit. I have a couple of courses and I decided to take one business and one non-business course just so that I can also do something completely different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's mostly podcast like podcast is my guides I listen to podcasts daily and it can be either business or non-business but I know that helps me really focus on the direction I want to go and who I want to be in the future nice love that so what about when when you become yeah sort of stressed or overwhelmed what's your what is your go-to way through that <laughs> Wow. Well, every time I'm really stressed and overwhelmed, I have my pity party moment. I think it's a necessity, <laughs> like <laughs> complaining about how everything is not working out and how my life is not how it turned out to be. But then it's time to pick myself up. So I try to stop everything that I'm doing. Let's say I'm really focused on, you know, finishing this project for a client. I am going to stop that. going to message a client like, hey, I'm taking a break for like half a day. Unplugging everything, logging out from my phone, Instagram, all of those things and going outside. For me, that's what usually works. And even if I'm still stressed, I know that I don't have the noise because that's the mentality where I usually find myself buying things that I don't need or getting influenced by people that I don't want to be influenced because I'm really vulnerable. So the less interaction I have with the outside world the better it is for me and then the next day awareness it's it's, it's huge (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's not easy not all the time oh no none of us I mean you've built a successful business you're now morphing and changing your business challenges don't stop I said you're ambitious you're not going to sit around and you're happy with the way things are. You want to move forward. Um, but when you said you 
you'd let yourself wallow in the stress, mm. in the overwhelm. I think that's a beautiful way of not just trying to get rid of it. I can't, I can't feel it. I can't, um, I don't want to be around it. It's no, it's happening. Here it is. And here's what I do about it. I think that's such a key process to go through. Yeah, I believe it's important to feel the emotions because they're going to move. They're going to go away. The problem is when we want to push them away constantly and, you know, they come back even more aggressive, even harsher. When in reality, like even a simple emotion, like I'm feeling anger, it can go away. It can just stay in your body for a little bit. Allow to feel that because it's not a negative emotion. It's just an emotion. The moment you accept that is the moment that it's going to go away. And then you do whatever you need to do to kind of go back to peaceful state or whatever you're achieving. Mm. And it's all just information. I love the way you said it was. Yeah. Know, we label things negative. It's not anger, it's not. fear. It's just, hey, it's information. It shows you something. It's good. It has a purpose. It's overused especially with you know, the, the wealth of social media and things coming out of this and you know, taking our, our attention, that can really help increase that. However, to understand, as you said, good, bad, eh, it's just telling me something and then I get to do something about it. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so for you, what, what are the next steps for you in the early part of next year? I will... 100% focus on birthing my business again. Uh, we're recording this podcast in December and December is where I'm taking the time to really chill and doing just things that are lighting me up, relaxing, recharging, unplugging a little bit. And then I have the next two weeks of December focused on polishing my messaging, polish, policing my brand strategy, really doing business housekeeping and brand foundational work again but like from this new perspective that I now have so that I can really focus 2023 next year with a wide angle and really looking in that direction rather than being distracted by, you know, who I was, what I was doing. It's just going to be a new identity, not just for my business, but for myself as well. I'm like saying goodbye to a very important part of my business that was also part of myself. And, you know, it might seem easy from the outside, but it wasn't. It really wasn't. What, you mean to make that change? Yes. Yeah, I started my business as web developer and brand strategist. And that was who I was. That's how I was able to make my first money online and really achieve this dream of, work, of working for myself. So to move away from that, it seemed like I was betraying my identity and betraying what I believed in. When in reality, I'm just evolving. It's not like that part is not there. I have all the knowledge and all the past experiences and I'm just turning that into a new shape and a new direction. Nice. And so, so to embrace that with, with love, to embrace it with forgiveness, to embrace it with, because yeah, a part of you is dying. Part of your business is dying and it's, it's kind of okay. Thank you. You brought me this far. Transition can be such a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like fresher. You know, I believe, you know, business is going with life. So lots of things in my life also change. And it's going to be good to change this as well. It's like a literally a fresh new chapter 
both in life and in business. Love that. Beautiful. <laughs> so, Sonia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing what's going on in your world and how things are changing and how you do it. Um, it's been super. So if you want to learn a bit more about you, I know things are changing, but where can they find out a bit more about you? Well, my website is going to be the same. It's going to be wildlycreating.com. My Instagram is also the same. It's all with my handle. So you can find me anywhere with that. I will not change that. So all the process is going to be there. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Well, Sonia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.